Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In this episode, I'll share with you my experience of being tagged as a workaholic. If you will ask people who knows me to describe me, most of them would say I'm a workaholic. Well, probably I am because I I really uh, enjoy working and I spend lots of hours working, sometimes to the point that, you know, I start my day very early. I will just take my coffee and then, uh, especially now that, we are working mostly from home, then I would be on my laptop probably as early as seven. And then I would just be uh, engrossed all throughout the day. Sometimes I would eat near my laptop during lunchtime because I would have meetings and then the whole afternoon will just go on. And then I would just be surprised that it's already dark outside and it's already seven I would take a quick break and then I would just continue to work again, sometimes until 10, 11, or sometimes until midnight. Of course, it's not normal. Uh, you know, we all know that we should have some balance in our life. But I think if you are enjoying what you are doing, you would never really look at it as, you know, something bad. Probably it's the same way that others would enjoy their time in front of a TV. But, you know, for me, it's a wise use of, I, of my time if I spend it like, you know, in front of my laptop and doing something else. But being a workaholic, I think uh, can we can look at how we are trained since we are young. So if, if I may uh, go back to when I was a child, it's probably... Uh, you can say I could be, you know, molded since my childhood. And it all started when uh, when I was like doing well at school and I'm doing a lot of activities outside of school. And I can, somehow I am able to manage, right? So when I was young and in my elementary days, I would always be the top of my class when it comes to academics. But uh, being the top of the class, you should always be like uh, doing extracurricular activities, right? So like for me, I'm in the varsity, uh, doing volleyball, uh, competing for the school. Then I'm also uh, very much into, I remember when I was in elementary, I would compete for our school when it comes to like Bible studies. I, I like that. Then I would also be like competing for spelling contests. And somehow, when I, as I was growing up, it made me uh, have this impression that 
it's possible to be like, you know, to be successful in a lot of things all at the same time. But of course, uh, as we all know, it just, you know, it just uh, wouldn't work out that you can do all things, right? Because all of us would have the same 24 hours in our day. That particular training, since I was young, uh, I brought to work as well. So when I, uh, especially when I went into the corporate world, uh, so I started, I, I graduated with a medical degree. So when I was working in a medical institution, of course, you know, if you're in the hospital or in, you're in the lab, then mostly that's what you do. But when I went into corporate world, that's when uh, I started to do a lot of things. So when I started my career in, in uh, the office, uh, I got an underwriting job. So an underwriting job, if you're not familiar, would be one who would, uh, you know, look at uh, insurance applicants and check if uh, they, are, they have some medical conditions that would probably mean uh, their life would be shorter or they will get sick, right? So that alone is a very, uh, very taxing uh, job. But then my boss exposed me to training and I found that I really enjoy training uh, agents. So when I was young, I wanted to be a teacher. So this was like, hey, it's an opportunity to be, you know, uh, teaching people. So even though I am so uh, busy with my work, whenever there's an opportunity, I would, you know, I would always be there uh, ready to train. And until now, when when how many years into my career and and uh of course uh after many years i have progressed into my uh the career ladder right but i still find you know joy in doing trainings even though i have uh senior people that can do it uh it's something that breaks me out of the routine and i love the interaction that you know that i get uh when i get to be engaged you know, uh, physically and and um, in discussions with other people. So that's something that I enjoy. And then I got the chance to be exposed as well in uh, doing automations, uh, you know, improving things when it comes to the system side. And, and I found out that I can be successful at that as well. So the more the more tasks that you do, right, the, the, the more that you lose time because you need to devote time to to each of them and that's probably why some people would always tell me hey you know you're working too much but i don't find it really uh that i really dislike it's more of just of course i feel exhausted at times but the joy that comes from being able to bring out results in different areas just you know gives me a different sense of satisfaction and this particular attitude goes out of uh, work as well. So I do so many things I uh, in, in different communities. So imagine if you are too busy at work and then you have, you're doing too many things outside of work. It becomes, uh, you know, you, you will find yourself too stretched and people would be like trying to look for you but cannot find you because you're busy in so many things. So Somehow, it could be stressful, not only to yourself, but to your relationships as well. So, some, so there, are opportun there are occasions where I would stop and, you know, uh, try to 
uh, assess where I am. And I realized that, you know, work, being a workaholic can be a good thing if your aim is not perfection. So if you are doing something that brings you joy, even though it takes a lot of your time and it needs, you know, a lot of your energy and for you to put hard work, you need to make sure that you don't get into a mode where you just want everything to be perfect. Because um, what I learned is that depending on what your objective is, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't really matter if it's perfect or not as long as you accomplish what you wanted to do. So one particular example is, you know, this uh, doing podcast. To me, in, initially, I would want to be like, you know, have really perfect episodes. But my coach would always remind me, we are not you know i am not a professional podcaster right and i and my my goal is to share message and and to reach out to people i can uh help so i'm not perfect and if it shows in my episodes then that's just me right but what's important is giving your best so i i i believe in you know when i do something it's either i give my best or i don't do it at all it's like the the quality is low because I always believe that whatever we do reflects who we are. So to me, it's either you give your best or stop doing it. And then I also believe in doing something you love. It means you will never work a day in your life. So if you enjoy what you're doing, even if it means stretching yourself, sometimes losing sleep, sometimes giving up other things, if you are very sure about what you want, uh, to get out of it, it, it doesn't really matter, right? It's not being workaholic. It's just, to me, same as doing a hobby. It's doing something that that you like and just being comfortable that, you know, that's your choice. It's not to, it's not to bring yourself down that uh, you are losing work-life balance in that sense. I remember a boss told me once that there's no such thing as work-life balance because my target should be that even if I work, it means I'm living my life. Probably that's a difficult you know, analogy to say, but what she's trying to tell me is that it doesn't mean that when you are working, you are not living. I should aim to be in a state where I can say that working is actually something that I enjoy doing in my life. So I hope uh, my sharing has somehow helped you and I would love to hear your feedback. Check out my show notes and connect with me through my Facebook, Instagram, and my personal blog. I'm looking forward to having you again in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Women family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.